0: Hello and welcome to this edition of Stockhead's Rock Yarn. I'm your host, Peter Strachan, and today we're delighted to be talking to Mark Major, who's the Chief Operating Officer of Great Southern Mining. Welcome, Mark.
1: Yeah, thanks, Peter. It's great to be here.
0: Mark, uh, Great Southerns had a pretty active couple of years putting together a portfolio of uh, properties, but you're a more recent arrival on the scene at the company. Can you tell us about your journey and what's brought you uh, to Great Southern?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, look, I guess I'm a geologist uh, background, uh, school of mine's Ballarat, but um, joined WMC uh, in the early 90s or mid 90s, um, working up in the goldfields in Leinster in Agnew and Mount Keefe area. then went to coffees and then um which turned into coffee partners and from there i branched out into south america in the consultancy groups over there working with all all the majors and a lot of juniors and um sort of got my taste for juniors over there um joined a company called um aquiline resources out of canada and uh we had some great success um and with pan-american silver buying us out um and so with that I came back to Australia in about 2018 uh started running a, a small junior here um and then in about uh 2015 went out and just doing consultancy again um and yeah as, as part of that consultancy I guess I was reviewing uh Great Southern uh for a client and uh come across all these great projects and um they had developed and um, for an investment case, and then they intended to invest in there, and so I approached John, and from that was um, yeah, it was pretty much joining up with Great Southern in January um, yeah, this year.
0: John, uh, your chairman, you were talking about that, yeah.
1: John Turpe, yes, that's right. So
0: John's uh, been very active uh, putting together most of these properties. I think the uh, Cox Fine project in Western Australia, which you'd be probably would have been familiar with in your days in the Pilbara and the uh, Archean area there, um, was uh, finally put to bed by the company in August last year. So it's only relatively new asset, but you've had some pretty exciting drill results there. You've uh, um, a meter at uh, uh, 1.1 meters at 404 grams a ton, 13 ounces a ton in in that hit there, and more recently uh, nine meters at five and two meters at 14. So quite high grade for it for a um, a legacy uh, gold mine that had had a little bit of work done in in the past. What's the what's the uh, the program going forward there? You've still got some more assays to come through, I understand as well.
1: Yeah, look, it's 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 been a uh quick turnaround on that project actually. You uh, know, like you said, uh John picked this up in uh around about June um twenty nineteen and the team worked on it and, you know put it uh into the company officially, I guess, um in around August. And then by mid October we were they were out there drilling. Um and that was their first phase of drilling, uh, which There'd been no drilling, there'd been nothing done on this for pretty much thirty years. It'd been in private ownership. So um you know, and I guess you need to talk about a bit of the background behind this project. Um, you know, it was mined in the late uh thirties, uh early nineteen forties, uh and it was mined by Western Mining. So Back then, uh, it was actually shut down due to the World War that had broken out and the lack of men that they could actually get out there to um, operate. So being it was a distance from the area, like on the outskirts, they had the idea of, um, you know, basically couldn't supply enough personnel to actually develop it. So they walked away um, and put it on pretty much care and maintenance back then. So... I guess to bring it up into real time now, um what we've been able to achieve um, you know, in the early uh late twenty nineteen and, and the twenty twenty drilling campaign is we've defined or we've we've proved up the area where we know that the remnant ore still still lies within those mining uh panels. And we're now starting to see with this exploration that we're, you know, looking at the extensions of this. Uh, that we're actually finding additional And obviously, you know, these high-grade systems, you know, they're hit and miss and, um, you know, you could be, you know, 10 metres away or just two metres away and you'll be getting a two grammar, whereas, you know, the other side of it, you've got 100. So,
0: yeah, well, it's pretty exciting. And you've outlined a couple of other sort of effectively brand new targets along strike that you're also going to have a look at.
1: Yeah, uh, obviously, you know, as as all geology goes, it's it's all about um, interpreting and understanding how this thing was made. You know, what the origins based on, and you know, we've had some um, great structural geologists involved, and they've helped pinpoint where the likelihood of the next Cox's Fine is, uh, next big system, which hasn't been tested. Now, now historically, all the old drilling was only drilled to about sixty meters below surface as well. So, um you know, we know there's deeper stuff there. Uh, we know where these dilational sort of zones are, you know, because it's all shear hosted. It's where we're getting these, you know, open areas um, and the certain lithology along the shear that we're actually starting to get these zones and, you know, these zones blow out um, where we're getting their super high grade, the Bonanza style.
0: Yeah. So there's been quite a bit of success in the goldfields, people going back to, old uh, mines or old areas and and finding even though you know the mineralization might be only one or two meters thick when you're getting an ounce or you know several ounces per ton it's quite exciting and very profitable Uh, and your project is uh, quite close to a number of mines which would probably be a useful way of of developing it.
1: Yeah exactly Peter it's um, you know the high grade that you get in these uh, you know these mines you know really helps you to I guess look at the potential for monetization because um, they are low tonnage operations um, so with that I guess high grade or grade is king in respect to there's an optionality attached to it you know you, you have the ability to um you know truck this sort of ore to uh, mills and other places um within the area quite economically. Um, you know, we I guess we're not hamstrung in the way that, you know, we are attached you know, we're only thirteen kilometers away from um Regis. Uh garden well. Um but, you know, there's other opportunities and areas in the area as well. So but when you got high grade, uh look, I, I think a lot of a lot of people out there would actually like to have that going through their mills at the moment.
0: Um Mark, do you think there's an opportunity to to start with an open pit here, or do you think it would all be underground mining?
1: Um, Yeah, look, I think we're a bit early to say at the moment. Uh, A lot of the upper workings were um, taken out. So, you know, where the pit currently is, uh, if we drop that down, we'd be basically taking out all the old backfill. Now, the old backfill is still running at a grade. Um, You know, it's been estimated in the old reports um, that were done at around three grams to you know, five grams a ton. So, you know, yeah, economics would probably allow us to do that. Um, but, you know, if we can find a satellite, you know, deposit on the side of this, um, then that would be a great starting spot. And then basically decline into the, the um, really high grade stuff underneath would be, would be the perfect situation
0: when uh, mark when are you expecting the next lot of uh assay results back from the laboratory
1: oh look i guess uh that's the million dollar question it's um they're they're dripping in at the at the moment um you know with this drilling program we did uh we did about 5,000 metres uh, originally at Cox's Fine, Then we walked out of that and went down to Monomie, our other project uh, just south of Labourdon, uh, to do about a 3,000 metre programme. We then removed uh, back up to Cox's Fine uh, to dr- drill out another 4,000 metres. So we're right on the verge of finishing that drilling right now, um, but we will have, you know, results are slowly coming in. we received um, a Majority of our results from the you know, initial five thousand meters, we haven't got all the core processed yet and put through, so that's that's still pending. But um, all the RC work has has been done. So, look, I guess over the course of the next month, month and a half, uh, the news, you know, and the results will all come together.
0: So, well, let's hope that's the $20 million question and not the million dollar question. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, that's
0: Cox, Cox's fine looks like an interesting one because it it's something that the company could probably, you know, show you know, 10, 20, 30,000 ounces of gold fairly swiftly and, and then look to monetize that. But I think your project over in Queensland on the other side of the continent um, really looks as though it has the makings of a sort of company maker, although it's a longer term project looking for a larger porphyry structure at Edinburgh Park. Can you just run us through what's going on there?
1: Yeah, look, uh, the stuff we have over in um, Queensland is is really elephant country. Um, and I guess a bit of background on that is um, our chairman, John Turpu. He was uh, one of the key people behind Mount, the discovery at Mount Carlton. And with that, obviously evolution and we're right in that neighborhood, you know, we, we pretty much surround Mount Carlton at the moment. And, you know, we've been able to fly some hyperspectral stuff up there. Uh, John picked up this ground, I guess if we go back a little bit John picked up this ground, um, you know, in the last three years and so we've been able to do hyperspectral survey over top of that um all those tenements and with that as obviously identified a lot of you know um anomalous areas uh or significant uh signatures so there's a lot of ground to cover and by doing this we were able to actually now just concentrate on these areas but what's more interesting i guess for us is recently we've just finished off a soil survey at one of the places called um Likeark Creek, uh where Rocky Ponds is. And previously we drilled this and we had a good sniff of um, you know, there. But this actual soil survey has defined up some great zoning. Um with with you know, it's it's a fertile area, you know, it's got great metal content in it. Um, for soil survey, and we've now got to extend that soil survey because we haven't closed off the actual normalisation. So they're very interesting times, and that's early days. Yeah, early, early
0: days. Yeah, but it's it's good when you get the soil uh, geochemistry confirming the under what you know is the underlying geophysics of the area, and you think that starts to look interesting because it's a spot where mineralisation might have started to percolate up and so forth
1: oh exactly you know it's a it's a systematic um exploration approach um you know yeah it's 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 not rocket science it's it's been done and proven yep. up many many times and it's yep. just the process we go through and um you know we're still early on in the stage but uh the signs are looking really good and you know this is just one of the probably 20 to 50 targets that we have out there um so, and it's this one sizing up quite well. We're currently underdoing, uh, undergoing more soil surveys at other targets at the moment. And we've just um, signed on a new exploration manager for, for um, these projects for Queensland who's based out of Townsville. So, that's going to you know, get the process kicking along quite quickly.
0: Yeah, and so you what you've got prioritized about four or five of the major targets there that you're going to be hitting with soil sampling.
1: Yeah, exactly. A lot of these have already been looked at um, and walked over. Uh, you know, they've been mapped by Nick Tate and a few other geologists um, previously. So we've they were identified. Um, you know it, about a year ago, uh, and you know they just needed that extra follow up. Um, so. The new targets we haven't looked at yet. Um, obviously, we need to get boots on ground. With, with COVID, uh, we haven't been able to fly across there. Our team are here from WA. So we've um, opted to build a team over in Townsville now as well.
0: Yeah, it's sensible because it's close to the project. And you've got a couple of other projects that are taking a bit of a, a back seat at the moment. You've got a, an area next to the Mount Weld rare earth project, but you're looking more for sort of uh, golden, cobalt, scandium in that area.
1: Yeah, Mount Weld's an interesting one. Um, look, when uh, we took that project, uh, it was unknown that it had any scandium in there or any cobalt or anything. Um, the you know group that had this prior to us, they were looking basically for rare earths. They're looking for the extensions of these carbonatite dykes and stuff coming out. Um, There was little indications, but they didn't test for all the um, um, other minerals and um, elements. So once we acquired the project, uh, our geologist then went through and uh, re-assayed a lot of the stuff. And, you know, lo and behold, we found some um, anomalous scandium uh, along the basement there and, you know, with high cobalt as well. So that was a very easy find. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of potential there for gold as well um, not in that area but on the other other eastern side so yeah it's it's a it's a lot of land there as well and you know, i guess we've got six projects all up and it's uh, it's hard to um you know manage all these i guess all over the same period of time but you know we're ticking them away long you know in Behind the scenes, uh, there's work being done over these things, and um, yeah. And so,
0: there's only so much you, you've got. Uh, my reckoning is that the, the company has a fully diluted market capitalization of about eighty one million at the moment, and you've got two and a half million of net cash. But because you've got quite a few options out there at a, and the share price is fifteen cents, but the option exercise price is five cents, so they're very much in the money. And were they all to exercise, uh, you could bring forward. Six point six million dollars to apply, so effectively you've got uh, more like uh, eight nine million dollars to play with uh, going forward. So it gives you plenty of firepower to continue on the with the work at Cox Fine and Monomie, and also to do those soils over in uh, Queensland.
1: Oh, definitely. Look, and soils is a cheap option as well, Ed. Um, but. When you look at our uh, structure, I guess um, there's 152 million options out, uh, listed options at five cents. You know, they, they're exercisable in, I think it's September 2022. Um, so they're a long way out. But obviously, if that money came in, that's that's actually about $7.6 million. Um, so, um, and a lot of those options are held in Friendly's hands. Um, and, you know, I think we could call on those quite quickly. And it is an none- you know, it is a you know viable op- opportunity, I guess, for the company to to do that without um, you know in the next period of time that we need. Um, yeah,
0: the, the company is fairly well held by the uh, board of directors, isn't it? What's, what's the I think John himself has got about thirty five percent of the company.
1: Yeah, prior to the last raise, he had around uh, thirty five. Um, but uh, I guess. The top 20 is held by 70% now. So we've increased our shareholding from around you know, 400 shareholders to probably about 1,000 now. Um, you know, a lot of those are very small, obviously, but John himself, all uh, you know, well, the directors and the management, we're probably around about that 30 to 32% now.
0: So it's it's interesting to know that the 75% of the companies is uh, tied up by the top 20 shareholders. So it's fairly tight. Uh, register and uh, what that means from a stockbroking point of view is that if there's any good news, it's uh, likely you know there's not going to be a flood of shares coming onto the market because the top ten, top twenty shareholders are will hold onto them or want to buy more.
1: Yeah, that and that's it. You know and that's the beauty of um, you know having having a management and, and and skin in the game. I guess it's yeah, it's in everybody's interest. You know, their success here for the shareholders and. And yeah you know, it's 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 the way it's got to be, I guess with these sort of companies
0: um having those long dated options uh though mark is uh, it gives the company the flexibility of going back to the option hold and say, "Look, if you exercise early we'll give you a follow on option at you know twenty five cents or something and the shares are currently fifteen, so then they might look at chipping in their their five cents and get a share and then also get a follow on option or half a follow on option for. For for
1: doing it, yeah, obviously, Peter. It's um, you know it it's there's there's different ways we can do it, and that's obviously one. And you know, th- to bring those options through, and look, we've already had um, you know, a fair what of those already being converted? So, you know, every few weeks we're getting different levels of those coming through uh, especially from the guys that uh, received them in the last uh raise that was done so it's it's been good and i guess people understand that you know when the options are in the money given that they are well in the money now it's um it's actually a viable thing although they're listed and they they can trade them um long-term holders or the people that do have those you know looking at this stuff in queensland as as our elephant country, you know, the the real company maker. Then those people are actually converting. I think, Mark, that's a an
0: exciting story. You're you've got money in the bank. You're drilling uh, Cox Fine. You're doing the the sort of methodical geophysics and geochemistry over the Edinburgh Park in Queensland. That's as we said, the sort of elephant country, uh, and the potential there within a sort of twelve to eighteen month period to sort of monetize what you find at, Cox find one way or the other um, so that you can you know focus back on Mount World or some of the other projects that you're looking at so thanks for coming in to Stockhead today and we'll look forward in six months time to coming back to you and uh, finding out how the uh, projects are going along
1: yeah no perfect Peter it's great to be here um, yeah it's it's very exciting time for us now um, we've we've got a lot of data coming in and it's time to process that and start understanding some of these things and yeah it's it's all about uh boots on the ground and um the truth or the lie detector going in the holes the rotary lie
0: detector okay thanks thanks for
1: thanks very much mark see you peter